Father, we thank you for drawing us together unto yourself again. We thank you for helping us even through this teaching of character. Thank you for the first part, second part, the third part, the fourth part, the fifth part. Here we are in the final sixth part. We are grateful for teaching us. Lord, the grace to be doers of your word, not errors alone or analysts deceiving our own selves. Give unto us. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. You may be seated. Good evening, everybody. Um, say good evening to your neighbor with a smile. Good evening, everybody. Today, we are um, landing the plane. Hopefully, this teaching on character has helped our characters. Um, and has it, has it helped anybody? I mean, so far, uh, teaching on courage, on discipline, on vision, on endurance, on on compassion, and today we are um, looking at self-sacrifice. If you put all these building blocks, these bedrocks of character together, you will have a solid character. You'll be a person of solid, solid character. And we explained that character is, is the world's most pressing need. Just look around you today. Character is the world's most pressing needs from the homes. If our fathers had more characters, if our mothers had more character, if our siblings had more character, if, if our leaders ha had more character, if, if everybody had more character, the world would be a better place. But God is starting with you and I, and we can be the, the, the change that we so desire and be that person of character. Um, if you are joining us for the first time um, on, on the midweek service, we call our midweek service Thrive, and um, we actually go through um, an outline. You should have received an outline. Um, the deal is you fill in the blanks as we go along, um, and that way we are all on the same page, you are following along and you are taking notes. You don't need to submit this at the end. You take it home and, and put it in a safe place. Get a, get a folder. Um, if you don't have one, you can get one at the resource stand and, and file um, the outline of today away. It's amazing. If you just look at this um, teaching on character alone and just go from one to two to three to four, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, you know. They talk less of the whole tribe session. So today we are looking at self-sacrifice. We will start with our two um, opening statements um, of, of this teaching. 
And our two opening statements, and the first one is, reputation is what others think about us. So you put think in the box. Reputation is what others think about us. Our packaging, our, our PR, our image, our reputation. Well, that's, that's the word, <laughs> tautology. Uh, you know, that's what others think about us. But character is who we are. It's who we really are. That is our character. So you fill in who we are in, in, the, in the space provided. Now, the mistake the world makes is this. They focus solely on their reputation and they get some form of result. Why? Because man look on the outward appearance. Man goes by reputation initially. But the truth is that your character eventually becomes your reputation. So if you, if you fix your character by God's grace, you align your character with God's word, eventually your character becomes your reputation. Have you not heard people say, that lady, oh, that woman is a woman of honor. Have you heard that before? Because our character has become our reputation. Have you ever heard people say, that man is a man of integrity? Because his character has become his, his reputation. Your character will eventually become your reputation. Jesus assures us that there's nothing hidden that will not be made manifest. So whatever you are covering, you can't cover it forever. It is going to hit the fan very soon. And when it hits the fan, it becomes your reputation. Oh, that lady. Oh, that guy. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you have to pay attention to who you are when no one is watching. Uh, iconic illustration is if you buy um, a box of perfume <laughs> and um, assuming it's a designer perfume, I'm sure you can give it the illustration by now yourself. <laughs> and um, you, you, you want to go to work and you, you spray the perfume only for this perfume to be smelling like kerosene. <laughs> That's a huge problem. Now you are all sm you are smelling like kerosene, you know. Um, and, and the point is this. Whoever that designer is, that content, you will tell your friends, don't buy that perfume. That perfume is, is this and that. And it becomes their reputation, regardless of how much they spend on marketing. It becomes their reputation. So while we look around and we have a, a need for character and we see the lapses in character, I should also mention that there are loads of evidence of strong character around us. I mean, sometimes it's easy to forget that and, and to just look at the negative part. There are a lot of people today around us demonstrating strong character. Very strong character. And that should be acknowledged and, and applauded. For instance, a woman 
that is afraid to talk in front of people, but overcomes an affair, stands in front of thousands of people and gives a testimony to the glory of God, that is courage, that is character. A man that wakes up in the morning and say, my wife is looking slimmer and slimmer and I'm looking fatter and fatter. I need to share this weight and begins to jog. Even though he's sleepy, he gets up and he jogs and jogs and jogs. That is discipline. That is character. If you have a teacher that sees a troubled child and the teacher looks beyond the trouble of the child and sees an enigma and, 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 and sees a genius and, and, and the teacher nurtures that genius, that is vision, that is character. If you have someone that has written jam multiple times and jam has, you know, jammed the person multiple times. The person wants to give up and the person doesn't give up and the person eventually passes jam and gets admission without knowing anybody. That is endurance. That is character. In fact, we have one of such person here. Um, she's, she's very shy. She's looking away. <laughs> she, if I remember the last jam, she told me she wasn't doing it again. I said, you have to try. She's Right now, I think this is her sixth or seventh time. She's been admitted to mass communication in Unilag, and she knows nobody. Nobody. Nobody pressed any button. That's endurance. They knock you down. Cry if you must, but get up. After crying, you mop your eyes and... You get up, and you fight again. That's endurance. That is character. Or do we talk about Charles' story of last week, of those two ladies that saw the blind man and went out of their way to help him? That is compassion. That is character right there. Praise the name of the Lord. And today, if you look at the parent that refuses to take the lucrative job offer and stays with family, letting go of a couple of zeros so that they can be with their children and their spouse, that is self-sacrifice. And that is character. And that's where we are going today. So, these six bedrocks of character, courage, discipline. Everyone say courage. Discipline, vision, endurance, compassion, and self-sacrifice. You see, the word love has been thrown around a lot. The media tries to tell us what love is. I mean, unfortunately, so. The image of love that we have is the um, mushy, mushy, meals and booms, um, kind of. While that is an aspect of love, don't let the world deceive you. True love is sacrificial. 
is sacrificial. If all you feel for the person is emotions and you cannot go the extra mile for the person, check. Or the, or the guy says, he loves you, he loves you, but you are the one always making the call. He doesn't really love you. That's free of charge, by the way. <laughs> Why? Because true love is what? It's sacrificial. It's sacrificial. John 3.16, the word of God says to us, I mean, this is the, 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 the key scripture of our faith, that for God, okay, I'm quoting the KJV. Now, the NLT says, for this is how God loves the world. How did he love the world? By feeling goose pimples and staying in heaven. By feeling butterfly in the stomach and watching us still. He gave his only, everybody say he gave. He gave his only son, that is sacrificial, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So, when you are concerned, God was concerned about our, our, wealth, our well-being, and, and, it, and it was sacrificial. He was concerned about us, and he sent his son to come and die for us. The truth is that when you are concerned about the well-being of others, you usually have to sacrifice like God did. I can't overemphasize this. If you are the one always sending credits to the guy, and after you've sent credits, all he's waiting for is 8 o'clock when the calls are free. <laughs> he doesn't love you. Take it to the bank. Take to the bank. Why? Because true love goes the extra mile. Goes the extra mile. And, and for us as, as people, there, there's a level of fulfillment and satisfaction that you, you can never get until you know how to love sacrificially. As a person, everybody sitting here, there's a level of satisfaction and fulfillment that you can't have except you learn how to love sacrificially. If you, if you don't go the extra mile for people, if you don't sacrifice for people in your world, people around you, your spouse, your children, your, your church family, your colleagues, I mean, people in your world, if you don't know how to sacrifice, is it deficient in character and there's a level of satisfaction that you can never experience? I, I pray that beginning from today, you begin to walk in them in Jesus' name. So, so when you give your life to God and serve his people in sacrificial love, you find out that you have a deep level of fulfillment and satisfaction that the world can never, never give you. So, fill in the blanks. When you give yourselves to God and serve his people in sacrificial love, you find a fulfillment and satisfaction the world never experiences. 
So, our opening questions are this. The first one. Okay, we are still writing. Fulfillment and satisfaction. It's on the screen. It's on the screen. You don't need to check. They are so used to just checking the other person's notes. <laughs> I didn't say that they were cheating in exam. I just, I, I just said that. Okay. So, um, our opening questions. The first question is, what is the most memorable sacrifice that you have ever made? Or what are the most memorable sacrifices that you've ever made? Anybody here, you've made a sacrifice I can never forget. Ah, sacrifice. Unforgettable. Who wants to share? Okay. There's a hand right in front here. I didn't see the hand. If you have a hand, you want to share, just put up your hand. A hand in front. So let's, let's have you. Yes. Hallelujah. Good evening. Good evening. Um, when I just got my first job, right. in less than how many months, I was given, I took a loan to help a family, about two million naira. Wow. I, I just did it. And my father called me and said, and she was very grateful, you know, the news was going everywhere. My father was like, this person has lived how many years before you were born? Had all the opportunities in this world? You think I can't even give them? I've given them over and over, and then you want to continue in that? I mean, but to me, I just felt I knew the offering, and it was a loan. I just started working, and I had the opportunity, so I took the loan. And, and you gave the family? And I gave them. Wow. And I had to pay maybe, I think, two years. It took me two years to finish up the loan because it was very minimal. I was just paying wow. a bit. Okay. Praise That's God. memorable. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, Anybody else wants to share? Uh, okay, I'm coming. Oh, is that? I know she's raising his hand. Okay, fine. Let's have that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, my very first car. I drove it for like six months. And um, I heard God telling me that this car is not yours. Huh. It's for a particular family. I struggled with it for a while, but one Sunday morning, when I got to church, it was a struggle for me, but I, I gave them the, I, gave, I just called the man, I said, um, God said I should give you this car, and that's the, for me, that was the biggest sacrifice I made at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that is totally very memorable. Yeah. Okay, thank you, sir. That is, I don't think... You should forget that in a hurry. <laughs> okay, there's, there's a hand there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good evening, church. Good evening. Um, when I just got a job in Corona, my first um, salary, I used to live with my sister in Fadi. Um, my office was in VI. The reason I should give everything. 
And I asked my, how will I transport myself from, from <laughs> Fadei to VI? But I gave. And miraculously, a friend of mine told me to move. So I used to walk that, uh, along that Adiola because I used to walk from her to the office. So it was, it was not easy for me to give, but I gave it. And God blessed me. Amen. Amen. That is memorable. One more. Um, um, okay, two more. Okay, we'll take this and we'll take that. Then we'll go on. Yes. Praise God. Mine has to do with um, my family too. We lost our mom when we were very, very young. Um, I was 14 then and um, I had to, you know, um, drop out of school at a particular time just to affect uh, for my younger ones because we were quite wow. young and um, our last one then was just two. So I dropped out of school helped them, then went back, finished my secondary school. I had to still wait for a while, a very long time, over seven years, to make sure, you know, they are grown enough, you know, to actually take care of themselves, to stand for themselves before I started looking for admission on how to further my um, education. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's huge. You know, some, some of us, you know, we are like, what? You are still fighting your junior ones on the piece of meat, you know. <laughs> You're fighting with them on the sheds to wear. Oh, they, they, they are sleeping on your bed. Um, um, they didn't put off your AC. That's your problem, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, some people are dropping out of school to make sure that they are junior ones. <sighs> you know, sometimes... We, are, we just have to be grateful so that God doesn't slap us. We, we have to be very grateful people. Praise God. Okay, so we'll take that. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Um, mine was sometime in 2009. Okay. Um, I was just made um, a senior manager where I was working. I was posted out of Lagos. And made the regional manager. Okay. Uh, but I thought of it. My family was here in Lagos. Oh. I was there for about a month and I kept on struggling. Oh. One day I just called my wife and said, Madam, you know what? I'm coming back. I'm resigning. And she was like, how are we going to survive? I said, well, God will make a way. And I put in my resignation immediately. I took the next flight back to Lagos. Amen. <laughs> so there are still men like this on earth. <laughs> now, it is, it is, so you are the one we've been talking about since. The one that took the, make the you know, you, if you cannot sacrifice for your family, I mean, that's, that's a huge gap in character. It's huge. You know, and like I said, it's important that we, we, we don't just look at the deficiency in, in character. We actually see these people that God is helping to, you know, take this huge, huge step. Don't go home and ask your husband, will you resign? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. Okay, our next question is, everybody should please answer this. What do you find it hardest to sacrifice? What do you find it hardest to sacrifice? 
Is it my personal time? You can take everything, but just don't touch my personal time. Is it money? Is it my image or, or status? I have to look big. And the Holy Spirit is prompting you, just kneel down, worship me. You're like, oh, big boys don't kneel down. You know, what can't you sacrifice, really? Or is it, is it your privacy? You know, sometimes people need to move into your space. Is it your ambition? Or maybe there are other things that are not captured here. What is it? Feel it. Just take the one that applies. What do I find it hardest to sacrifice? At what point do I struggle the most? Unto yourself be true. You can cover your, your book. Your neighbor doesn't see it. I hope nobody ticked all six. <laughs> now, um, who wants to share? <clears throat> it's not compulsory, but who wants to share? What, what, what is, what, which one did you think? What do you find hardest to sacrifice? It's a very personal matter. <laughs> Nobody wants to be vulnerable. Come on. This is tribe. No masks. Okay, is a hand there? Praise the Lord. Uh, my time. I find it your time. Time. Okay. Yes, if it's money, I can always get money. You can give you money. Don't waste my time. <laughs> I can get my time back. <laughs> okay, so you struggle. So if, so if you just need to just slow down for 10 minutes and just encourage someone, you, if you, you may not want to do it. You may just want to give the person, okay, how much do you need to take? And sometimes the person just needs the word of encouragement or just community, you know? Okay, thank you for sharing. Um, any, okay, yeah. Then we'll take two more. I'm going to squeeze the answer out of you. Um, I don't joke with my sleep. I find it very... <laughs> <laughs> very, very um, okay, so you put sleep like, there for you. Yes, okay. my sleep, yeah. No sleep. Holy Ghost, no prayer this <laughs> night. Don't even try it. If you want me to pray, you have 12 hours while I'm awake. Give me the prayer point. Don't wake me up. Just pray. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Two more. Yes. One, hand at the back and... Um, Praise God. Hallelujah. Opinion, especially when I feel it matters a lot. I don't get it. Opinion in an issue. Okay. You don't sacrifice opinion. I find it very difficult, especially when I think it matters a lot. I don't get it. Opinion. Your point of view. Point you, don't, of view. you don't give your point of view. So easily. So I easily. Let it go when I feel it matters. Oh, okay. You are, that's another way of saying you, you can be a little bit stubborn. Okay, that's what you should have said now. Say <laughs> <The> opinion. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> I think 
no, no, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just, I just need to understand <laughs> what you were saying. Okay, fine. So when you have your point of view, you don't sacrifice it. When it particularly when it matters the most. Okay. Praise God. Thank you for sharing. Um, who else wants to share? If you don't share, I will call you. That's why I make sure everybody has ticked. Everybody has ticked. So you have something to share. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, TJ. Oh, yeah, give him the give him the mic. <coughs> You have been conscripted <laughs> to be vulnerable. <laughs> that's, that's, that's TJ, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> I chose um, personal time. Personal time? Yeah. You want to know why? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I'm not wasting your time. <laughs> um, for instance... Um, you know, I work Monday to Friday, right. and if somebody now invites me to mainland for a <laughs> wedding, something that is not very important, I will not go. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And that's useful. I mean, that's a lot of people, you know, a lot of us, you know. Um, okay, so our next um, open question. Ah, someone, you want to share now? Ah, no. You share the next one. Next open question. Why is it essentially hard for you to make that sacrifice? I think we kind of rolled it together. They kind of answered it together. That is um, sacrifice and it's explained why. Our sleep, she explained why. Our point of view, she explained why. When it matters most. Who, who else? There was the fourth person. Weber. Okay. So, back to the outline. We are now on page two. On the... Our text today is Matthew chapter 20. And we are going to read from verse 20 to 28. Matthew 20, 20 to 28. I'm going to read from the screen. You can read it along with me. It says, the word of God says that... Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask for a favor. This is the beginning of church politics. Right here. Verse 21. What is your request? Jesus asked. She replied, In your kingdom... Please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you. One on your right hand and the other on your left. But Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied. 
We are able. Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life a ransom for many. So our first study question is this. It's in your outline. We've provided space so that you can take notes um, in the spaces. What do you think was the motive, motives of James and John? What was their motive? From that story, what was the motive of James and John? That's pretty obvious. But I want us to think about it. What was their motive? What was the motive of James and John? Okay, we are still thinking. It's not a trick question. <laughs> it's, it's so obvious it's not a trick question. What was their motive? Okay. Praise the Lord. Their motive was just to have a sure place with Jesus. You want, a sure place just wanted with to say, okay, yeah, I know you're going to die, but when I die, I just want to be where that, that lovely place you've been telling us about. Just give us assurance, you know, like backdoor assurance. Okay, that would have been lovely if that was their motive, you know. Yeah, but they wanted a place with Jesus, but it was not as modest as you have put it. Yes, Buki. Okay. It's okay. Give her the mic. Give her the mic. It's okay. Give her the mic. Then you come forward. Yeah. I feel they were very interested in status. They wanted to be high and mighty. Yeah. They, they wanted to be high and mighty. They were interested in... They, were, they didn't just want the back door in to be with Jesus. They want... They, they, they chose the choicest seats. I mean, how many sides does Jesus have? Two sides. He <laughs> said, let one be on your right... And the other on your left, we will sort out who will be on the right internally. That would be internal politics. They will, we thought that will be on the right because the right is also more important than the left. But let one be on your right and one be on your left. The others, let them. Yes, okay. Okay, that's what you wanted to say. Okay, yes, sir. Good evening, all. Um, I'll use an illustration. Um, okay. In our working place, for example, mm -hmm. what we notice is uh, people doing eye service. 
Right. I use the word high service because from experience, you discover that some people want to be close to the boss. <laughs> and they don't give a damn. Absolutely. Um, as regards any other person. They just want to be that person who the boss is going to call on to do every job and all that. So I feel um, in the case of these uh, two sons of uh, the Zippy woman, yes. it's exactly what um, she wanted to do. Absolutely. Them, looking for favors. Absolutely. Okay, so like I said, that was the beginning of, of church politics, you know. Um, they brought their mother to influence the decision and to sit on the right and to the left. Did you want to say something? That was what I said. You know, I mean, and again, if you, if, if, if you look at what they were asking, Jesus, Israel at the time, you know, if you were here on Sunday, we talked about, about Joachim and the occupation of the Northern Kingdom, Southern Kingdom and all that. Israel at the time of Jesus was an occupied state. It was occupied by the Romans. And the Roman soldiers were supervising the citizens. So, they believed that a Messiah was coming that was going to liberate them from Roman rule. So when Jesus came and John said, Behold the Lamb of the world that came to take away the sin of the world, the Messiah we have been looking for. So, so they saw Jesus as a deliverer. They were right, but they thought even... In Acts 1, when Jesus was ascending, they were asking him, in that kingdom, when are you going to set Israel free from the Roman? You know, so they, they, what they were actually up to was um, um, a political position. They went to lobby for ministerial appointment. <laughs> That was exactly what was going on there, you know. But thank you, everybody. Um, our next question is, what was the flaw in the way they saw themselves? What was the flaw in the way James and John saw themselves? From the scriptures and, and from what we can infer, what was the flaw in the way they saw themselves? Okay, please put the hand up well. Okay, that's, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I think they saw themselves better than the other disciples. They saw themselves better. Right. Right. They felt, they felt, uh, okay, that was, that's one way to, to look at it. Anybody else wants to contribute okay, to that? Yes, there's a hand here. And the little child has been raising his hands. I don't know if he really wants to talk of if he's joking. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think they also did not care about the others. They couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Take the choices, positions, the yeah. rest of people, sort yourself out, wherever you can fit into. Yeah. Absolutely. That was also a flaw in their thinking. Um, at the cubicle, yeah. They were, they were selfish. They were selfish. Obviously, they were selfish. They were selfish. Okay, so that's, those are the flaws, actually, in their thinking. Um, um, they were just, they, they, they just wanted 
glory for themselves, and they were willing to invite their mother to come and put pressure on Jesus. You know, she actually went on her knees, you know, to put pressure on Jesus to acknowledge, but Jesus can't say no. Thank God he said no. I don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been fracas. Peter will have brought out the sword. <laughs> Number three, what contrast did Jesus draw between his view of greatness and the world's view on greatness? What contrast did Jesus draw on his view on greatness and the world's view on greatness? Was to go. The boy's hand is up again. Yes. Yeah. Jesus said, um, whoever wants to be great must first be a servant. Must first? Yes. Or must be a servant? Must be a servant. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's, well, that's Jesus' side. But in side. the world, we yeah. learn it over um, um, those um, that are under us. Okay. We lord it over them. You, you see, do we that. We are in charge. That you is, do that. That is the view of the world. That's the view of the world. Yes. So when you say we lord it over them, which where are you? Are you with Jesus? Or are you I am there? with Jesus. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, interestingly, please give the give the mic to the. Thank you, um, Lamide. Interestingly, you see, um, um, even though I know her, I know that's not how she is. But a choice of words usually has brought out how a lot of us relate. When we are in church, we are reading the Bible, but we say, okay, this is Jesus' way of doing this. And when we are, we own our businesses, or we are bosses in our place of work, we are like, ah, this is, this is the world. I have to oppress them. You know? Jesus wants us to be constant. Character is constant. Who you are inside is who you are on the outside. Yes. Okay. Um, for me, apart from that, what Lamide said, there is mm. something Jesus said in 22. Okay. But Jesus answered by saying to them, you don't know what you're asking. Mm. Are you indeed able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? Mm. For me, a lot of people think that, you know, at the place of leadership, let us come and enjoy, which mm. is really one of the key things that is happening with us in this nation right now. So, in the world, in this nation particularly, but in the world generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, a lot of people take leadership as going to enjoy, forgetting mm. that, I mean, there's a lot that goes in there. There's a lot of sacrifice. In fact, it's just about sacrifice, mm. you know. So that's my take on that. Absolutely, that's, that, that's spot on. So um, Jesus was also highlighting the fact that leadership is, is I mean, it's, it's not... Uneasy, they say, lies the head that wears the crown. You know, leadership is not a place where you go to seek glory. It's a place where you go to serve, to be the servant. Not forced to serve, you know, because now I have served. Now let me begin to oppress or let me begin to be, you know. No, it's a place where you are the servant. Question number three. Four. How does Jesus want his disciples, which includes us, you and I, to see ourselves? How? We've alluded to that, but I want, us, I want, I want somebody to categorically spell it out. Yes. 
He wants us to see ourselves as servants. Practically, how does that play out? How do you see yourself as a servant? How does that, your day-to-day living, how does that play out? Who can give me an example of how, I, how have I been a servant today? I can tell you how I have been a servant today, but how have you been a servant today? Yes. Um, on Saturday, I was given some money. It wasn't my job, but I decided to go and get playground equipment. I wasn't going to shop online. I wasn't going to. I went into Lagos, and it was raining. I wore my slippers. I don't think we even had our bus, and I went with my husband. Hmm. So coming back, I was thinking that they would um, pay for installation. Then my boss said, no, we can install it ourselves. And he started the installation. I was just standing there with him in the rain, holding the umbrella. Then he had a guest and just gave me the paper and said, continue. And he didn't come back till about 2 from 8 a.m. And by the time I went back to the office, my legs were swollen. <laughs> you know, and I think I was seven. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. Um, okay. There's a hand there and there's a hand here. Let's have those two quickly. Um, Praise the Lord. Um, what happened to where I was posted to the um, toilet duty here in church? So a kid, someone brought a child. And since when you bring male children, we have to take care of them if we're on duty. So I took the guy inside the toilet for him to ease himself. But when I unbuttoned him, I found out he was with a diaper. And so I brought him back outside. And I said, I came. I said, the process is too much for me to lose him. him and, <laughs> So my colleague said, he said, Nelson, you're on duty. I did the first one. You do this one. So it was a process for me. I battled with it. So I took him and I asked, I said, how will I start? <laughs> I, I didn't know where to loosen it from. I didn't know where to unbuckle it. I didn't know. I just said, okay. I was talking to the child and said, okay, I'll try my best. Well, I took the first step, took the second step. <laughs> That's After I finished, I also, I put everything back, and I brought him outside. And it also happened to one of the second guy again. Someone came, a child, brought the child. So when they got, he child finished excreting. So it was time for him to clean up the boy. He came back and said, Nelson, go and clean the boy. <laughs> I refused. I said, it's your own tongue. Go and clean the boy. But actually, he actually did it. So I think that's when Jesus said serving, that's for that's, me, that's what that's Jesus serving. That's his preparation. Question, wait, wait. Did the boy, did he pee pee in your face? <laughs> that's what comes in. Once, once it happens. Once. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Thank you. So we take that one. <laughs> as how to serve. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, many people have many definitions to servanthood. On my own, I would say being a servant, having a servant spirit is actually being willing to serve others. And um, I know everybody has part to be a leader, but just from the, the, the scripture we just went through, Matthew 20, 20, going down, just, everybody, okay. from the scripture, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody has part to be a leader, but first you must have this servanthood spirit, that's okay. being willing to serve to others. Serve, yeah. That's the simple 
um, definition yes. I have for that. Yes, thank you very much for the definition. And that's the definition we'll be working with. <laughs> I think beyond the willingness, you have to clean the diapers <laughs> and actually do the job. That's what we are saying. Um, so we take a final example, then we'll go on. Um, the comment, um, there was one, one of the, actually I think he was, um, I think Kola, I think it was Kola, one of my former supervisors, you know, he said, there was somebody I was putting forward to be a supervisor, because I, thought, I thought he had the course, and then he called me back and said, that guy doesn't um, align, he said, that guy doesn't, um, how did he use it now, let me remember, he said, that guy doesn't obey, no, I'm trying to, but basically that guy, um, he doesn't agree or align with the vision of okay. the group. Leadership, yeah. Leadership, so yeah. how can, how can, such a how person can I even lead? be thinking yeah. of making him a leader? Absolutely. You know, so, and buttress that stuff of having a willing, um, the guy was very proud and everything, oh. so that's how the guy lost his, and I can tell you, he never made it to even a supervisor. Wow. Yeah. Okay, because you can tell. You can tell how great a person can, will go, really. Um, next question is question number five. What makes sacrificial love worth doing? What, what makes it worth doing? I mean, do we just like, you know, cleaning the toilets? Do we just like, you know, being stepped upon? Do we just like, what makes it worth doing? Yes, I know Jesus said we should do it. You know, that's enough to obey Jesus is worth doing. Yeah, what else? Yeah. Because the, the, the effect it has on the next person, there's no amount of money that can pay for it. Mm. It's, it's priceless. And it never, that experience never leaves you. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you very much. The effect it has on the next person is usually eternal. Um, yes. There's a hand, there's a hand, there's a hand. So let's, first person to get the mic can speak. Yeah. Um, I would recall, I'll just use a, um, an example to buttress my point. I remember when we were in Indonesia, there was this school for street children. Okay. And so um, we had um, volunteers in the church would go on Saturdays, you know, to teach the children. Right. And then um, get all the materials and everything. And so I'm, I'm, remem I'm reminded of the scriptures that says, we'll see the travel of our souls and happy we will be. You know, um, it's like you're being a blessing. You're letting yourself to be used of the Lord. And then at the end of the day, the glory goes back to God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Stephen Church. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the, mm, the satisfaction you get. Satisfaction. And the Fulfillment. That you get. Similar, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's priceless. The reason why, you know, the, 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 the um, 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 depression rate is so high in the world is simple. People don't give to people anymore. In fact, there's a mental, there's a mental health study that shows that people that have heart problems, heart problems or some mental problems, that they, they put them on a six-month giving spree. Let them just give and give. And at the end of six months, they were a lot better, close to being healed. 
just because of the fulfillment they got from seeing helpless people happy because they made a difference in their lives. You know, it's, it's priceless. Yes. Praise Lord. Uh, I, I just want to share a personal um, story, a okay. personal example based on what has been said. Um, there was a time I was um, maybe like counseling a couple. Um, okay. The husband had been abusing the wife, had uh, harassed her, intimidated her, uh, more or less wrecked the business. I mean, he wasn't working, he wasn't generating income. The woman was trying, struggling to run a business. The guy practically shut down the business. And it got so bad, I had to advise her, like, look, you need to stand on your own. If you, if you can survive on your own, take care of your kids. She said yes, but she needed capital again to start the business. And I asked her how much she needed. She, she said she needed just 10,000 naira. That looked so small. And I was like, wow, that's all you need. But the truth at that particular time she was telling me about this was that I didn't even have that 10,000 naira. I practically scraped everywhere. I gave her, I was, I gave her because I felt she needed it. I also needed it, but it was painful giving, sacrificial giving. But the joy of the fact that I look back now, the business has started. She's re, I mean, the guy is still not uh, living up to his responsibilities. But she's based on a 10,000 era seed capital for a business. She's feeding herself. She's feeding her family. Wow. It's so joyful for me. How much do you want to pay for that? It's priceless. Praise the Lord. Okay, so we go on. I know there are hands flying. Keep it for the next question. Hopefully, you have something to say. Going forward, how can you serve others by sacrificially giving or by giving sacrificially? <laughs> Maybe I should have put that before the other. Now, how can you serve others by giving sacrificially? With your time, I'm going to take the first two together, time and energy. Give me an example. You've heard this teaching. I mean, it's stirred something in you. Going forward, I'm living here. How can I serve others with my time? I'll give an example of how you can serve others with your time and energy. Who wants to go? There goes the thinking. Yes, sir. Good evening, church. Good evening. Um, I, I run a business training people. Okay. But again and again, I get someone who comes to me who likes what I do and wants to learn the ropes. Okay. So I, I've started, um, I had a session today with a woman who is passionate about training, wants to learn the skills. I spent about three hours taking wow. her through the steps and giving her assignment to come. And I, I really feel... Uh, high sense of satisfaction because I can see that she has the passion right. and just with the right guidance she'll be able to do exactly what she wants to do in training. Absolutely. Yeah. That's using your time and energy. Okay. Thank you. And um, who wants to go with using your money? That's pretty, that should be straightforward. And abilities. Using your money and abilities. Sacrificially serving Others, okay? Is a hand in front? Praise God. 
Aaliyah? Um, for using my money, I, I usually do it, though, because most of the time I get free ride from church home. Right. So when I'm in a public vehicle, I probably sometimes pay for persons that... Okay. Praise God. Give back. Okay. Sure. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, recently, my, myself and my friends, we got CD from the church, about 50 pieces. CDs? So yes, CDs, yes. Wow. On the last Concluded Series. Um, On the last what? Concluded Series. Concluded Series, series. okay. So we went out yesterday, we evangelized, we won souls. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. On our way back, like in three or four places, we heard the CDs playing, you know, just blasting all over the place. And wow. Like, wow. This is good. <laughs> Praise God. Okay. That's awesome. Um, number seven. When have you found that sacrificial love brought you unexpected rewards? We've talked about sacrificial love. We've talked about that, but I mean, yes. It's, maybe we want to take the people that talked about their sacrificial giving. Did you get a reward? What was it? Tell us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At that time, I was earning maybe just 100,000 or 98, I can't remember. And I was paying back 48 every month. Yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't buying clothes. I was just, I, I felt fulfilled. And um, less than how many years, somebody gave me a house. Wow. And my daughter got swapped on our scholarship. And wow. I mean, money just comes. I don't go broke. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now, you see, I mean, you, you see people just, are just moving forward. You know the sacrifices they have made, you know? Okay, thank you. Who else wants to share the, um, the who are the people that share their sacrifice in the beginning? Did you get anything for, for your... You did? Okay, fine. So maybe we want to start with them. Um, but let's have, let's have a while it takes. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, what I want to share is my father's sacrificial love. Oh. So I got um, an admission in, in Lorry. Okay. And we didn't know anybody there. Right. I needed accommodation. And somebody said, oh, I have a friend there. Um, maybe she can stay with them, with the family. And he gave us a note. So my father went with me. And when we got there, as we entered the gate of, it, it was um, a diocese sort of. As we entered the gate, the owner of the house ran out of the house to the gate to meet us. And apparently, he, he was mentored by my father way back in mission school. Wow. So it was like throughout my stay in the city, wow. I was at home. So I think it was his <laughs> sacrificial giving. That absolutely. 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 Okay, I'm coming. Okay. Um, when I gained my admission, um, yeah. <laughs> I can't count how many times I've actually used my own personal money to pay my school fees. Wow. Okay, my school fees have been coming in, you know, left, right, and center. Yeah. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Wow. Okay. Hallelujah, go on. <laughs> okay, I'm one of those people who chose to stay home to take care of my kids. Wow. I quit my job in 2012, and I've been with my children. And I took an exam sometime 
last year, and I prayed to God and said, God, please, I need help. I was breastfeeding at the time. It wasn't easy for me. Okay, I wrote this exam with a group of people, and I came out with a distinction. Wow. I didn't have time to read as much as I would have, but God rewarded me, so I know it's from the Lord. Absolutely. Sacrifice. Now, let the mic get there. Yeah. Good. Before I started work, my uncle and the wife took me to a boutique and bought everything I needed for, wow. to resume. <laughs> and my friend invited me from Friday to come and live in VI, close to work. So wow. I didn't need to spend transport. I just walked to school and come back until I was paid my, the next salary. Wow. Now, in all this, have you noticed that the harvest is usually more than the sacrifice? Way, way, way more than the sacrifice. Um, okay. We'll take that and we'll, we'll proceed. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, this lady that, I didn't know her, but when, every time I, I used to give her a ride from behind when I'm going to... So one of these, God did do it again. She kept calling me, calling me, calling me that she wanted to sew into my life. She wanted to sew into, I was like, that, you know, I carried her for a period of probably like two months. Wow. You know, I'll just drop her at uh, Morenta Hotel and then you, you know, she said she wanted to sew into my life, sew into my life. I was like, I should send her account number. I said, no. So one of the God did do it again says, I said, okay, fine. I know where. I want you to sue. <laughs> when did you come on that? Because I really, I didn't have peace. Right. You know, and nobody had ever done that kind of thing, you know, um, really in that aspect, you know. So I said, one of God do against service, come for the service, and then whatever you have to sue, so that this is a fertile ground, you know. She said, no, she wanted to sue. She wanted, um, I think she was trying, she was looking for a job and all that. So I said, no, sew it here. So, she came, she's, I think she did, she did, because later on she called me and said, you are right, you are right, I've gotten um, my heart desire. I now called her, and I said, what exactly was going on then? She said she was believing God for a job, and that all through that period that I had been giving her a right, she really didn't have money. She was using that money to um, eat or do other things. Mm. So, I really, really did. I helped. I said, well, me, I didn't know. I just needed company, and I saw it was raining and all that. <laughs> so that, that's one. Um, that's awesome. I mean, so, awesome she got, so she got the job. She got the job in, she said she wanted the job in an oil company. Wow. That was why she wanted to sow into my life. Okay. That's what she said. But I told so, her, this is the best seed okay. we had to sow. And, right. then, you know, second one was my father. During my dad's burial, you right. know, that was when we knew that we kind of, well, I used to know my dad was a heavy, heavy church donor or giver. I remember then my, whenever they call for anything or even the need in the church, he used to fish out need in the church uh. and, you know, give Pentecostal. I remember that my mom used to be like, you push that is your dad. He's going to give us out one day. <laughs> it was my dad, what? During his burial, oh my God, wow. different, he had, we didn't even know he was busy planting churches. Wow. If wow. you know the kind of money that came in, wow. you know, the person that, that the, the person that we used as, um, basically the person that helped us came through for us, you know, 
during that period because you couldn't trust people inside. Was wow. somebody he had opened a pharmacy for. So it was wow. the person that would transfer money to Lagos, go do the runs and come back. You know, wow. so um, sacrificial giving any day. That's the, that's the way. <laughs> that's the way. Sacrificial giving day in, day out. That's the way. Let's call for all this. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm, I'm sure there are a whole lot of other stories that um, if we were to hear all of them, we will not live here tonight. In conclusion, we need to commit. What do you believe the Lord is calling you to do to, sac to sacrifice, sorry, in order to cease, in order to serve someone else? This one, you don't need to share it, you need, but you need to answer it. What do you believe the Lord is calling you to sacrifice in order for you to serve someone else? Number two, choose the sacrifice that you will make for someone else's sake. In other words, if number one, you say, hey, the Lord has not led me to sacrifice anything, fine. Number two, you choose the sacrifice you will make that will bless someone else. So, today, we have heard the word, we have committed to act on it. How will you pass it on? How will you pass it on? How will you pass it on? I like how they passed it on. They bought 50 CDs. Is it 50 or 500? And they distributed. <laughs> Is this 50 or 500? 50, okay, okay. God will bless you to buy 500 next time. And they distributed it to people. Now, how will you pass it on? Who wants to go? How will you pass it on? Okay. Since you are volunteering, Shagun, how will you pass it on? Thank you for volunteering. It's in front here, right in front. Then, Itoha, how will you pass it on? Praise yeah. The, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I just made requests for CDs also. So I, <laughs> I just made requests for CDs. I made requests for you, about, about 40 or 80 CDs. 40 or 80? They are not close. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's the way to pass it on. How will you pass it on? Good evening, sir. What did she say? Uh, good evening, sir. Oh, good evening. You came late. No, I you, didn't come late. You didn't come late. Yes. But we greeted each other already. Okay, go on. Um, there's one of my colleagues that I've been inviting to church. Um, he hasn't really been able to make it. I know he has an iPhone, so I'm going to download the podcast for him to listen to it. On the iPhone. Praise the Lord. So whether you come, it will follow you anywhere you go. Okay, fantastic. So let us pray. Let's put our hearts. Let's ask God for grace. As we go through these commitments, you know, because really it's just God's grace. We have to be willing, we have to take this step, but it's really God's grace that helps us and sees us through. So let's ask for grace. That will see us through these commitments. Let's pray that even as we wrap up this series on character, that we will not be found wanting in any of this bedrocks, that we have courage 
We will show discipline. We will have vision. We will demonstrate endurance. We will have compassion. And we will have self-sacrifice. You may be here and you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You're saying, Pastor, I need to get my relationship with Jesus sorted out. Or you may have had one, but you've backslidden as it, as it were. You, you are not with God. You are struggling in your work with God to get back with God. You're saying, pray with me. I want to pray with you wherever you are. You don't need to come forward. Well, I want to pray with you wherever you are seated. That is me, Pastor. Pray with me. Put up your hand now over your head and I'll pray with you quickly. Quickly. Now put up your hand. Put up your hand well. And I'll pray with you. Children are always putting up their hands. Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise and glory. We thank you for, for your word. Thank you for breathing upon us. Thank you for teaching us. Lord, the grace to be doers of your word. Not hearers alone deceiving our own selves. Give unto us. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you.